Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Chris, Liza, and oh my goodness, is that Mark? It is. How's it going, everybody? I'm so excited that Mark's here. Yeah, I, I'm excited I, to be here. Did Did Bridget unchain you from the basement? <laughs> she did. And it, it, I got. Yeah, she doesn't let me out very often, but when she does, I I, I, I podcast. You know, I mean, as you do. Nor should she let you out often. But uh, <laughs> we're happy to have you back, and uh, we're going to bring you some Disney news this evening because there's a lot going on in the world of Disney. And uh, we're going to jump right into it because Mark's got some uh, news for 2024. Yeah. Can I ask th- him a question first? Because I think we need to know, are you wearing cargo shorts? I am not at the moment wearing cargo shorts. So oh, thank you for asking. But as soon, okay. as, I, as soon as I have an opportunity, I will be back in those boots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I mean, things change, empires fall, I will always be in cargo shorts. Okay, good. All right, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Okay. Go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right, gang. So, so uh, big news uh, last week. I don't know. Was it last week? I think it was May 11th. So um, the the much maligned uh, reservation system. Does Disney announce that the reservation system is going to be going away in beginning in 2024? Uh, so so and, and actually, they actually have a date. It's January 9th, 2024 is going away. So that's kind of cool. That's basically on-site guests, though, right? Like if you have or date-based tickets. I don't really. Yes, it it is based on uh, date based tickets. So if you're okay. if you have a vacation package, uh, you no longer are required to do uh, reservations beforehand. Okay. Yes. So I know that's going to thrill a lot of people because that that has been a point of of much contention over the last several years. I right know. Um. So that's really exciting. And then the other big uh, noise that they made along with the fact that the reservation system was going away is that um it. It seems like the dining plan is coming back, but in a, in a limit, it's sort of, I mean, it's coming back. It's sort of not quite the same as it was before it went away, but it, uh, we are getting a, a dining plan, which is pretty neat. It's, it's one of two dining plans. It's not the, it's not the full dining plan, right? If that, that was the, like the, the one where you get all three meals. And Correct. It's not the deluxe right. dining plan. The deluxe, right. Yeah. That, that's, that's not coming back, but there's going to be a quick service one and, um, and they confusingly named Disney Dining Plan. And <laughs> yes, which is the one quick service, one counter service, and a snack. Right, and you lose a snack, right? Like because you had two snacks before, oh, going down to uh, one snack, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know that they've released the details, have they? On the no, on they, the, they did. They so did. it's one snack now. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, it's one snack. I mean, who knows? By the time January rolls around, it might be two, but. But but we were told it's basically the old regular Disney dining plan, not deluxe, as Mark pointed out, um, with just one snack. Um, and I don't know that deluxe, losing deluxe to me, I mean, I, I think I've been doing this since 2011. I believe I've sold it three times. And two out of three. Actually, I sold it to Crystal's dad when Crystal was, her dad was my client before she joined us. Um and he liked it, but otherwise, it's impossible to sell it. It's too much food. So. Yeah. And it's too and much we, time. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. We we got it. I think we got it like one time, and it was when we went with um, Bridget's grandmother, and she insisted on getting it, and it was yeah an incredible amount of food. Like I just felt like I felt like we ate more than we hung out in the park. 
you know, it was like we were always like sitting at a at a at a table, <laughs> you know, that eating. Sounds like my dream. <laughs> Get out of my dreams, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, I think it works if you do. Like, like I've sent people before who've had like they want a character meal every single day. It works for them. Yeah. Because you know some of those are two carat two credit meals back in the day. But I think overall, it's really not that practical. So I think Disney recognizes that. So. You know, I, I must say that the few times we have utilized the dining plan, and I'm not sure that we've ever used it when it wasn't uh, for the free promotion that they used to do in the fall. Um, but every time we used it, we would always have a plethora of snack credits available at the end of the trip. Yes. So our carry-on bags were usually full of Rice Krispie treats. Yes, because Mickey bars don't last well in a in a carry-on. Right. Get, yeah, because even the Rice Krispie treats can even get smushed, and they're still just as good. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we went through the same thing. <laughs> so they actually made a couple of other announcements too. Um, that same day, they uh, the theme park reservation requirements going away. Annual pass holders and Disney can't. Cast members can now take part, part in good to go days. Not exactly sure what a good to go day is, but that annual pass holders get that, so that's good. Disney Re- Resort hotel guests will still get extended part time, and then any and this also made me very excited. A simpler Genie Plus experience is coming, though they didn't give like an exact date or any details, but they I'm said they're going to try to like simplify it. Yeah, I, w- I really want to know what this is going to be. Yeah. Do you know, I, I hate when they do that. They make the announcement of we're bringing you a simpler genie plus more details to follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep watching. We'll tell oh, you I'm later. Complaining. I, I absolutely am not going to complain. Any change they make, I'm going to be happy with. And the fact, the thing is if they go ahead and just so, and, and we've been like, they'll talk to owners and they'll be like, you know, what are your clients saying? And what are your agents saying? And every single time we say, we don't want to get up at seven o'clock. And sometimes when I have personally said that, the people have said, but don't you get up early on your Disney trip, to which I say no. But um, but that's been our big complaint. And I, I think you guys can attest to that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if, if they make it so you can do it the night before even, especially if you're an on-site guest, like give them a little perk, I would be ecstatic. Any anything's better than what we have right now. Yeah, so. agreed, agreed. Anything that allows you to do it beforehand, uh, and that was kind of the focus of their announcement is that they would like people to do it uh, before the day of their park visit. So whether that's the day before, whether it's a week before, whether it's at electronic check-in, um, you know, I, I think that helps because having just gone and used Genie Plus uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago. You know, we were up one of those nights at a Disney After Hours event, and that ended at 1 a.m. And then we had to be up, you know, then we had to get back to our resort. So by the time you're back to the resort, it's 1.30. And then we've got to be up at 10 of 7 to get ready to make our Genie Plus and Lightning Lane selections. Oh, so, yeah. you know, that that's very tough as a, as a park goer uh, to say, okay, well, I'm only going to get five hours sleep. Not that I wouldn't be getting much more sleep than that because I want to be there for rope drop. And yes, it's my prerogative because we went to an after hours event and, you know, we knew that the parks were going to be open until one, but it's just, it's very tough. Uh, yeah. You well, know, you should, you, be, you should be penalized for the, for doing right. that. Right. You know, and that's kind of what it feels like. And, you know, I, I look at it 
you know, now as a as a parent of older children, you know, I think of these families that have younger kids and you've got a couple toddlers. The last thing you want to do at seven o'clock in the morning is get all of the adults in the room on your phones so that you have a shot at a virtual queue or a Genie Plus selection. You know, there's there's other things that need to be done. So anything that helps the planning process go earlier than the day of and, uh, you know, makes things easier is is definitely a win for Disney. So it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how they implement it and when they actually give us more details. Can I make a confession since we're on here? I have, yes. we have not we have not used Genie Plus. Like we haven't okay. been to the parks since Genie Plus was implemented. Only oh, when we were there for the Star Cruiser last last fall, I that was the first time I used it, and I, it was just me. And mm-hmm. I bought it for the day, and I I, I couldn't use it because by the time I got to the park, it was one o'clock, and then and at that point, it was useless. <laughs> so that's the only time I've used Genie Plus. And, and, and one of the reasons we haven't gone is because we're like, I don't know that I want to deal with that. And I were talking about this actually the other day, and I was like, Are you kidding? Because I was like, she was asking questions because they're going, I guess y'all are going in June, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, did I, am I? No. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> and she was asking questions about it. And I said, wait a minute. Because like my my son Thomas, he can ride like 12 to 14 things a day using standby Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes. And I told Bridget that and she was like, oh, we haven't done it. And I'm like, what? I think it's sad that if you can't get to a park until like one o'clock that it's just and you've purchased it and then you find that you can't do almost anything with it, but you've already paid for. I don't like that. That to me is wrong. You can make your reservations for later in the day. Like I'll be perfectly honest. A lot of times like um, like say I'm going to Magic Kingdom and you know, even if it's like five minutes after seven, seven doors mind train is like you're not going to get it till two in the afternoon or so. So we'll get that and we'll we'll arrange our our rides. You know, we'll stack them so that we have all kinds of stuff in the afternoon and going into the night. Um, so you don't exactly have to be there first thing in the morning. Now, in Disneyland, you do because mm. Disneyland, you have to be in the park to use it. Um, so if you're like an early riser like Tony, you you have it made. But in world, you you can work around that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, the only way you can't is if you're really trying to get those virtual cues and you really get an early one or something, which I have never personally gotten an early one. Yeah, um, me neither. It's always like way later in the day, and I'm like there yeah. right when it the clock turns. You know, it's yeah. crazy. It is crazy how they fill up, and I know Tron's so- gonna be like hard so did somebody tell me i think that for tron you know how like with guardians say you get a virtual queue and you think it's going to be at six o'clock when it ends up being four as long as your number was called you can go like it you know right before closing even and you're okay. okay with that virtual queue but somebody told me that with tron they aren't honoring that at all i think that's true yeah it probably is there's so many people trying to get on that ride too yeah right now but Can you hear my dog barking? I do. She's, she's saying hello. So, yeah, she's like, hi. I'm annoying. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Now, Chris, I would just like to step back to something you mentioned a few minutes ago, and that was Bridget's June trip. And Mark will be going on that if she opts to uh, let him out of the basement again. Uh, right, well, exactly. Yes. I'm looking forward to it because I've been told I'm going to get pictures of his feet and canes. 
So, oh. you know. <laughs> One can hope. Yes, the kids, they're very, you know, very stylish. All right. Now, uh, speaking of Disney, um, Chris has a little story about a little known thing called Disney Fight Club. So I think getting into a fight in a Disney theme park is really the most Florida thing you can do. And apparently what happened and the details are like all over the place. Um, but apparently what happened is last week, two families were walking into the Magic Kingdom at around the same time. And, you know, you go through your, you know, your little um, entryway and then you come up to where you can get your picture taken in front of the train station and the 100. So you haven't really entered, you haven't gone underneath the, you know, train tracks to get into the park yet. It's right before you get in. And they duped it out because I guess they were fighting for a spot. So I, I just thought that was interesting because I thought the biggest fighting right now was, you know, DeSantis versus Disney. I didn't realize it had like kind of trickled down. So I, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. And there was a guy and he incidentally wearing a white beater. Um, he was covered in blood. So it was bad. It wasn't just like a little scuffle. It was pretty ugly. So, I mean, who um, knew you would have to start going to the, the, you know, those boxing classes before you, you had to go to Disney world. Well, I, I felt especially <laughs> bad for the photo pass photographer who was not a real big person and this person was just standing there like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And it did take a little while for security to go because I watched the video like five times. Um, well, it was because it didn't make a lot of sense, right, what was happening. But, yeah, it took a while for security to get over there. I mean, meanwhile, there's all these families kind of coming in. And I mean, and they didn't even have the excuse of it being like five. You know that hot time of the day where you just start yeah. everything? They didn't even have that excuse. Like it was like just coming into the park. So yeah, and it's um, not like that hot yet. Yeah. I so I, I guess just wonder. Three people were charged. Sorry, go ahead. Do you get like are your um, fights with other family people included in your Disney Plus <laughs> in my Disney Experience yes. app? Like yes, do you get those? Like, <laughs> it's like the ride videos and then your fights. Yeah, I'm gonna schedule and duke it out right now. Yeah. yeah. I just I don't understand it. Like. Although I have been annoyed in the parks. I have not been annoyed like, well, obviously I'm not going to start a fight. But I mean, you know, it's just kind of crazy. So that, that was my fun news story. Um, I guess don't start fights in the parks, people. Right. No, and and I believe you do, don't get, you'll get banned. So I, I believe, Mark, that you can actually download your trespass order in uh, a photo pass. <sighs> oh, OK. OK, good. Did, All right, did you guys, speaking of which, did you guys see... The guy who was trespassed a couple months ago, like apparently he got a cease and desist. He was making these Mickey ears and apparent. Did you see that video? I, I heard the story, but I didn't see the video. Yeah. Oh, it was obnoxious. So the guy, um, for people who don't know, the guy um, was making these Mickey ears and he's kind of passing them off as actual Disney products. And Disney sent him a cease and desist, which Disney does. It's their, you know, it's their IP. They have the right to do whatever they want. Right. And so. They sent him a cease and desist, which I think is really the nicest thing you can do, telling someone to stop, not having, you know, this isn't legal action, just stop. The guy was like, nope, and he kept doing it, and in fact, he is still doing it. And um, so he very, you know, brazenly went on property one day, and they said they canceled his, um, his park pass, 
And he went to go find out why. And they're like, well, you're being Oh, I saw that. I yes. saw that video. Do you, do you know what bothered me the most about that? Was that he's like, he's like playing this for his followers. I believe he was live. And yeah. the whole time he's saying the poor woman, the poor cast member's name over and over and over again. And I'm like, is he trying to get her in trouble with your followers? Yeah. I mean, what's going on here? It was pretty bad. I'm so mad at him. I don't even know him. <laughs> okay. But you know what he's doing now? What? He's doing videos from SeaWorld. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it. Yeah. And is, is a fight really the most Florida thing you can do? Because didn't you I see probably. like, you're like, it's the most Florida thing. <laughs> it and is I pretty up, Florida. I looked up fight Disney World, uh, Florida. And like somebody posted something that said the, this guy had a mullet. And somebody commented and said, oh, you mean a Florida follicle fountain? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I was in Florida for a really long time. And I didn't realize that everybody else laughed at us. You know, so I, I have really no idea. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you got to be aware of that Florida follicle fountain when yes. it's up to you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially if they're drinking sure. a monster energy drink yes, yes. it might be over for you <laughs> and they have those wraparound sunglasses those are like a the wraparound sunglasses yes those are <laughs> don't terrible. get me started those are oh, the worst. or the bluetooth thing that goes around their neck yes those are <laughs> so they're, bad. They're on an android okay oh is that so what it just, is okay they're on an android so they don't have like the little white the little airpods because they have an android so they have that yeah because because all the you know a lot of techie people prefer an android so we're gonna get in trouble people are gonna write us because first we made fun of keens cargo pants wraparound sunglasses mullets um, <laughs> and while we're at it, let's throw in a goatee, okay? Because those guys always have one. That's right. I'm I sorry. Mean, you know, if people don't like us because we just pointed out the very obvious thing, I I apologize, but it's it's just true. It's the truth. It's like saying you know cats are finicky or dogs are friendly, which they are. My dog is very friendly. Well, um, mullets are fine. I mean, the Florida follicle fountain is superior. That's a great term. It's superior to the Kentucky waterfall, which is <laughs> another mullet term. I actually kind of prefer the Kentucky waterfall, I'm going to be honest. All right. And uh, thanks for that insightful story, Chris. And remember, what happens at Disney Fight Club stays at Disney Fight Club. No, I'm that's, gonna, that's next Vegas. Time, Liza, Liza, next time we go, we need to duke it out with some other moms. Yes, but like, not. I don't like your outfit. <laughs> what? No one. Yes. Or drinking a Monster Energy drink. <laughs> okay. All right. We should we should move on because we don't want to insult more people. And actually, I think Liza's last story is going to lead to that. So and that's I'm right. Looking forward to it. But we've got one story before that, and that's Ooh. related to the to the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, as many of you know, they are celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. And beginning in May, they have started the Silver Anniversary at Sea. Uh, this is going to take place between May 7th and September uh, across the five ships in the fleet. Uh, beginning at the terminal, if you've ever been to Port Canaveral, uh, the terminal has been decorated with new graphics and logo types related to the 25th anniversary. Uh, it features sparkling images with swirls of white, silver, and gray. 
They've also wrapped the pillars with a lot of the 25th anniversary uh, logos, and they have a new anniversary banner at the entry queue as well. Cast members have a new name tag, uh, addition to their name tag that sits atop their regular name tag. The new addition is a sparkly teal, silver, and gold piece that sits along their standard name tag, and the bottom reads Creating Magic at Sea. Uh, so that is how they are celebrating. Uh, the lobbies and atriums of the ship have pennants and flags hanging at intervals along the railings, all bearing the 25th anniversary logo with silver details. And they have a large pop-up with Art of the Fleet and the 25th logo in the Grand Hall. Uh, once you're on board the ship, the 25th anniversary pre-show uh, is currently playing before the Disney Cruise Line sailaway parties. One day of each voyage is dedicated to the uh, Silver Anniversary at Sea celebrations. That is when the soiree happens. If you happen to have a sailing that has the 25th anniversary fireworks show, that happens on the anniversary day, and the soiree takes place on the last night of your cruise. Um, and then there's also some new gifts for Castaway Club members. Um, they uh, are now getting uh, new lanyards with Captain Mickey card holders. Uh, if you are a Silver Castaway Club member, which means you've sailed uh, one time, you get a, a time. It's time to cruise tote. If you are a gold castaway club member, meaning you've sailed more than five times, you get a wet and dry bag patterned with Disney characters and symbols, uh, as well as the silver gift. If you're platinum with 10 sailings or more, you get a blue and white beach tail along with the uh, towel, along with the other two gifts. And Disney has debuted a new uh, castaway club level uh, pearl which celebrates those uh, sailors who have completed 25 sailings with the cruise line. And those Castaway Club members get pink and white tumblers along with all of the other gifts. Um, so that's what Disney's giving away for free. Those are some of the changes they've made for 25 years. But don't uh, feel left out because you can always purchase from their new merchandise line, the Shimmering Seas Collection. So uh, happy anniversary, Disney Cruise Line. And uh, that's uh, that's the deal there. Cool. And it's and that's only through September. That is for voyages through September. Okay. Yeah. Are you cruising before then? We are not. Okay. We are not scheduled to do a Disney cruise this year for the first time in many years. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You're going on like Princess, right? Uh, we're going Norwegian to Hawaii. Oh, oh so, cool. That'll be nice. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, I might be able to try to sneak one cruise in uh, before the year is over. Don't yeah. don't tell Cheryl. Um, you, so you know, are you not bringing her? Because if you're not, I think you might have an issue. Uh, no, I'm not planning on bringing her. <laughs> hey, I've done that to my husband. I'm just taking the kids. Uh, it might be a solo cruise. We don't know yet. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but uh, How many that have is. Have you been on actually? Uh, fourteen, fifteen. So are you trying to get that pearl? I'm I'm gonna try my darndest. Okay. And that's 25. That is 25. And now that we've started with other cruise lines, uh, you know, uh, we've now done Virgin, Cheryl's done Princess and Carnival, uh, not Carnival, uh, Royal Caribbean. I've done NCL. Uh, now that she's uh, started to experience other cruise lines, I'm afraid that that's going to take away from our Disney cruising. Uh, I know yes. first world, first world problems, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, my goal is to get to uh, Pearl uh, with or without her. Yeah. So if anybody wants to cruise with me, just let me know. With or Ooh. without her. Cheryl, did you hear that? Yeah. I love the cruises. Love the cruises. All right, Mark, you and I.
Hey. Don't give him romantic. You you yeah, get did. the bottom bunk though. Didn't you guys you guys are on the Star Cruiser together? We, we were on the Star Cruiser. Yeah. yeah. Technically, Mark and I have cruised together to the uh, outer true. rim. Yeah. Um. So our last story tonight is an is an annual favorite of mine, uh, and that is the fact that uh, Epcot has announced the details to their Eat to the Beat concert series. Uh, and there's nothing better than Liza going through the list <laughs> of performers. So, uh, Liza, why don't you tell us who we're going to see this fall? Well, this fall, they have gone off of the casino circuit to come over to Epcot and perform <laughs> for us. And each of the beat concert series begins July 28th. Um, now this performer, and I'm not going to go through every single one because it, it it is an extensive list because it runs all the way from July 28th until November. And I believe the last performance is November the 13th. So the first performer, I, I don't know who it is. I don't even know how to pronounce Aranthi. She's, I, I'm not sure who that is. But Tiffany will be back August 6th, which I'm excited nice. about. She will be, I think we're alone now singing that, I'm sure. That's got to be what she sings. The new For 40, act, 40 minutes of I think we're alone now. Yeah. It's yeah. not only I think we're alone now, but I believe it's the dance remix as well. And she may have another song that I'm not aware of. I don't know. But no, I'm sure that's, it's did. that only song. That's, that's it. No, that's she all she's got. At least one other song. I mean, she was around for like at least, you know, she's a year still? And a half. Yeah, that's true. She's, she's still, still doing mall tours. She's only she nobody goes like, to malls. She was the bad version of, okay, so Debbie she Gibson. was the bad girl. And then, yeah, and then there was Debbie Gibson, who was like, you know, more sort of, uh, I don't know, wholesome or something. Yeah, Debbie had a few more hits, though. Yeah, that's but I, true. I don't know what's going on with her. Um, Ruben Stuttered is going to be there as well after Tiffany, and he I won a very well, he's doing the circuit, you know, okay. and he's making it work. But after him, August 13th and 14th, Kevin Bacon in the Bacon Brothers will be there, which I think is really cool that Kevin Bacon's doing. Yeah, that is cool. I'm kind of excited. After I saw him in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, he was so good. Now I'm like, hey, I just want to see this guy because he's really fun. And you know, he needs they the money. They do stuff around here because I think like his I think he's he's like was from mm -hmm. this area. Okay. So they, like they do I think they they do shows and stuff at the shore sometime in, in the summer. Yeah. Well, he's definitely I've never seen them. But. but he's been around. I believe the band started in the early or mid nineties. Ninety seven is the first uh, album that I can find online. And but they do have some some songs that seem a little interesting like let me happen to you girl hmm. <laughs> okay all right kevin i'm sure there's some women that would be okay with that and dark chocolate eyes so maybe he's into that which means he might not want me what <laughs> i don't have dark chocolate eyes you can get fake contacts Come i on. could get contacts but you, Liza. you can you can tell the contacts. Anyway. You can tell they don't work. Okay. They don't. Some of them don't. Some of them might be fine. Maybe I just need to look. Because yeah. I have dark chocolate eyes, Kevin Bacon, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the next one. Now, 
okay, you guys, this was a sleeper. I didn't really understand that I would love this as much as I will love this. And I need to see this. And I might have to make a special trip August 18th through the 21st to Disney World to see Joey Fatone and friends. I didn't think I would want to see Joey Fatone until I pulled up the set list from his last concert that he did March 4th. And, okay, so not only does he cover NSYNC songs, so he does I Want You Back, Tearing Up My Heart, you know, like the the songs that you would think. He also sings the theme song from Cheers. He sings Thank You for Being a Friend by the Golden Girls. He sings the theme from The Greatest American Hero, Believe It or Not, I'm Walking on Air. I Never Thought I Would Feel So Free. Okay, he also sings "That Girl Is Poison" by Bell Biblio. It's worth it just for that. I know. He also sings "This Is How We Do It," and I love that song too, Montel Jordan. This is how we do. Okay, and then he sings, you know, just like a temptation song or whatever. But his friends sing as well, and it depends on what friend decides to pop in. Because I'm not sure who, but this concert, one of his friends was Debbie Gibson. Oh. And she came and sang Lost in Your Eyes, Foolish Beat, Shake Your Love, Electric Youth, Only in My Dreams, which I would have flipped out because I remember all those songs when I was a kid. And then, I mean, it just looks so good. He also sings I Want It That Way. And that was a Backstreet Boys song, but... I mean, and I don't know if he was in Backstreet or in NSYNC, because I really don't know those boy bands. Yeah. He was a new kid, wasn't he? No, he was not a new kid, because that was my time, and he was not a new kid on the block. Because I'm telling you, I was in love with Joey McIntyre, and I would have known if Joey Fatone was in there, and he wasn't. (laughs) I'm Googling it. I'm Googling Uh, it. He was with NSYNC, it says. Oh, okay, okay. And his so name is. is so unfortunate because, like, if you gained even 10 pounds, people would be like, oh, yeah, it's fat one. You I know what I mean? Like, that's a really unfortunate name because I'm sure he got picked on a lot. Oh, everybody calls him Joey Fat One. Well, I have to tell you something. From what I've heard, like, he is the nicest person. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, people yeah. Who've, who've worked, like, um, backstage with Disney's, you know, um, and dealt with him say he is the best person. Him and the guy with the long hair from Full House. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Dave Coulier. Oh, Stam- no, the, oh, Coulier. Not that one. No, no, no. The dark haired one. You know, the good looking one. I can't, Bob Saget. Yes. No, John Stamos. Oh, John Stamos. Everybody says he is the best person to deal I with. I, I, I had the hots for John Stamos, so I would have to like try to he looks I mean, better now. He looks girl, like, you're not the only one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Tony girl. Buffett. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know he's a good guy because Joey Fatone, with a set list like that, you can't be, like, a high-maintenance person to have a set list like that. That's such a no. good – I mean, it's but so he awesome. Sing all of it. When we saw Rick Springfield, he sang, like, four songs. And then okay. he sang Jesse's Girl twice. Of course he, he did. he threw a rose out into the audience. Okay, but that's Rick Springfield. I mean, he had Jesse's girl. I mean, lots of energy. I'm going to give him that. Like, he's like, at the time, he was 72 and he was like all over the place. 
<laughs> he was moving from this side to that side. No, I mean, like, he was like dancing around, and he was very thin too, like Mick Jagger. Oh. You know, like he like looks like he was in good shape. But Mick Jagger is terrible. Oh, I know. Well, he you know, like he's like 107. He yeah. is 107, <laughs> which so. basically proves to me that all the clean living that I'm doing, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I mean, that's the honest and God truth. I mean, look at your dad. Your dad is oh, like yeah. a monument to what not to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's still kicking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for the moment. So let's see. We have um, Ray Parker Jr.'s. Co- well, no, let me let me start. Baja Men, September first, okay. and they're gonna sing "Who Let the Dogs Out" okay. seventy-five times. Yes. So if anybody wants to avoid the Con September first, <laughs> I don't if know. If I just if I just admit that I let the dogs out, do we have to go through that? You still have to go through it because they need okay. to get. Back. <laughs> okay. And everybody's expecting. So then we have Ray Parker Jr. I'm skipping a few, but Ray Parker Jr. saying Ghostbusters. And we all know that that's a good song. Now, I don't know any of the other songs that he's saying. Like, I I, I looked it up and I just don't recognize any of these other ones. Um, But Ghostbusters, I would get up for that one. I would be all over that. When's he going to be there? He's going to be there September 8th and the 9th. Okay. And then we have um, the band with the name that I would like to know the name, how they got this name. Um, Los Amigos Invisibles. So they're the invisible friends. So that's kind of different. Hmm. That's interesting. Then we have 98 Degrees. What did they sing? I recognize the name. Not to be confused with 360 Degrees. (laughs) Um. Not, yeah, it's probably going to be the temperature that day. Or the degree deodorant. It <laughs> could be the temperature. Right, for Let's see if they even, if I even know. I'm looking at this list. Tony, when we were at um, Epcot before the Star Cruiser, wasn't Ray Parker Jr. singing that night? Uh, I believe uh, he might have been. I think he was. Well, good for Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. Making, you know what, he's doing it. I don't know any of the 98 Degree songs. I don't, I'm I don't looking at, I, I, I recognize the name, but I don't recognize. Any of I recognize ones. the name, but they were like, they were kind of like after yeah. the. Oh, uh, Nick Lachey is in. Maybe. Yes, that's Nick Lachey. Right. That's right. We were talking about Give Me Just One Night, and I was confusing it with Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> more night. No, Phil. Not one more night, buddy. It's not, <laughs> not happening for you. Not ha- well, his wife kicked him out of the house. Oh, that's bad. Oh, my God. No, Phil Collins, he's having, like, a lot of marital problems right now. Just right FYI. now? Yeah, because he married this woman, and then mm. she, they got, like, they split up, and she moved back in with her boyfriend. And then Phil Collins is like, what? This is my house. It's not good. Oh, God. It's like his fifth wife. Yeah. Anyway, it's terrible. Phil, he's like, he has I a know. bad picture. He's got to have a bad picker. Phil has a bad picker, yeah. He, yeah, he does, for sure. Um, okay, Boys to Men, <laughs> September 29th. This mm-hmm. was the song at my graduation, End of the Road, Still I Can't Let Go, It's So Natural, You Belong to Me, I Belong to You. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> Boys to Men, 
they're going to be there October 1st and 2nd. I know that there's going to be a lot of girls my age losing their minds for boys to men. Maybe not, though, because they're older men. They turn into men from boys. With a well, hopefully. Yeah, well, that's, one can hope. But, you yeah. know, they all mature slowly. Mm, okay, so then. what I've heard. Yes, it takes them a while. So then we have air supply, which I always get air oh. supply mixed with. Uh, who's the one that says take it on? Who's saying take it on a run? Are Speedwagon. Are Speedwagon. I don't know why I get them mixed up. But they Speedwagon say, is way too big to play Epcot. Well, they're not, are they, but you know, I don't know. They, but you think? I mean. No, because they came to my little town and played in this really? outside thing. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe they're just not touring anymore. They have somebody, yeah. See, okay, so all out of love, I know that one. And you know they're going to do that one. But they have some sad songs in here, like, too. Well, no, that's pretty good. Like, making <laughs> love out of nothing at all. Yeah. Does that mean that you're, that's like, so by mean. yourself pretending? <laughs> that song is like <laughs> but, but then he met someone because there's another song called Two Less Lonely People. Two but it's sad. Oh, yeah. Because it's sad because there's two people in the band, but now there's two less lonely people implying that they were lonely when they were making love out of nothing. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we know everything about them now. (laughs) But I don't think they're lonely, and I'm going to tell you why. Because apparently, Uh, this is the one. You get all these ladies. I think they come down from the village. Yeah, they come down from the villages, which if you don't know, it's big, like, retirement. You don't know what the village is? Yeah. Okay. It's a huge retirement community. Like, it's on the turnpike right as you get off 75. It's massive. And they have quite the reputation for being a little, shall we say, outrageous there. Um, yeah, like a friend of mine, her mother moved there and she was like, I have to go because these people are crazy. <laughs> anyway, no offense if you live in the villages. I'm sure it's lovely. The houses look nice from the... I tournament. might live there one day. We should get a house there. We should all get, <laughs> yeah, we should all do that. Oh my gosh, anyway, we can ride golf carts to each other's anyway, houses. Yes. Anyway, apparently there's all, like, these ladies, they get in there and they get, like, aggressive. And they're really into air supply. So, <laughs> so they're not lonely because there are groupies is basically what I'm saying. Well, okay. There's another song called She Never Heard Me Call. Ooh. So I'm like, oh. Because apparently he called somebody at one point and they never answered the phone. Well, <laughs> so he yeah. wrote a song about it. And That's then... what happened to Phil Collins, too. She ghosted oh, him. Poor there Phil. some misunderstanding. <laughs> That's Genesis, sorry. But that was Phil Collins. And I know that was Phil Collins. Yeah. That's right. That was Phil mm-hmm. Collins. Is, isn't there, aren't they touring again? Isn't Genesis touring? Genesis? Like I, I think I heard I the Genesis was touring know. again. He needs Maybe to that's why. Enough of this. I gotta Google it. He How needs can to they tour when Phil Collins is like falling apart and like I heard he's not all there. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that woman is just. Oh, they are touring. Well, good for him. Uh, but is it Phil yeah. Collins or what? I, it's I gotta think be. so. I'm just you can't have that. Phil, Phil Collins's last concert was in March of 2022. 
It says here yeah. he's going. He's they're in France, Germany, Alabama. Uh, Good for Phil. Yeah. No, I I totally. I used to love Phil Collins. I am not gonna lie. It, when he was in Genesis. Yeah, one of the best oh concerts I ever went to was a Genesis concert. Really? Oh, good. Okay, so the Air Supply had a song on the Ghostbusters soundtrack. So there's a little link for them and Ray Parker Jr. Good for him. Thank you oh, for them. Okay. I wonder what okay. the song was. It oh. was called I Can Wait Forever. Oh. That's so sad. <laughs> Ready? I can, I can wait, wait an hour. <laughs> Yeah, you can wait an hour. I can People wait maybe a couple. Span. Nobody has an attention span for anything these days. It'd be like, I can wait an hour and then we're done. <laughs> so you better get over there. Air Supply, the rock duo, can wait forever. Well, because they and wrote they, that in the 80s when there wasn't anything else to do but sit around. You're right. You're right. Like, she never heard me call, but I'll wait forever. It's okay, because we'll be two less lonely people one day, and we won't be making love out of nothing at all. Okay. That's really nice. Thank you. So then, um, Billy Ocean is coming, and I did not realize how many songs Billy Ocean had. Caribbean Queen. Is that the Get Out of My Car? Yes. That is. That's him, too, right? Yeah. Get out of my dreams and get into my car. Okay. Get out of my dreams. Get in the backseat, baby. But why are we getting in the backseat? I don't know. Maybe he's an Uber driver. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want somebody shuttling me around. (laughs) Billy Ocean might be an Uber Uber driver. We don't know what he does outside of the No, Billy Ocean is doing very well for himself. Like, I feel like these people have money still but they like want to perform because that's just in their blood that's their thing you know yeah like, we don't understand because we're not talented people get I into mean, my car sorry when he's saying when the going gets tough yeah that's a good one too yeah he's saying that no, one not. did you like that music back then see we wouldn't have been friends <laughs> <laughs> you know my brother had the a billy ocean tape that he used to play a cassette all the time. tape. A cassette tape. Yes, he did. He also had air supply. Interestingly enough. Oh wow! Well, Liza, they used to put they used to put songs on tape. I know that. <laughs> My first tape was Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. I know it's it's usually more fun when I can do that to Adam because oh, like, yeah. he never experienced tape. Oh yeah, no, I had the tape. I had my blank cassette tape in the Weren't player still... with the radio on, waiting to record something. Oh yeah. Weren't, you remember that? Still cassettes yes. in the early '90s, though. I mean, Adam. Well, I guess he was too little to really, you know. But. Yeah. No, he was too. He was like a really, really little. Wasn't he born in the '90s or something? He was born in like '90, I think. Yeah. Oh, '90. Well, then, yeah. yeah I mean. I don't know. He was too young. Because then they started coming out with the CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and now, now nobody even has that. Yeah. Do you know what really annoys me? And I don't mean to offend anybody, but the people who are collecting vinyl, and, and, and my daughter loves vinyl, by the way. But I feel like just like almost forced to like something that's like offbeat, like, oh, yeah. It sounds so much better on with vinyl. I'm like, it's it a really... different sound. Mm, it's, it's also a little filling up landfills. Rainy. 
I've, I've heard that there's there's apparently there's like a retro thing for cassette tapes, and that I don't understand. Yeah. That I don't understand at all because cassette tapes just every time you play it, it gets a little worse, right? At least vinyl yes. is is vinyl. It's never going to change. But like cassette tapes, like you know, if you you know, if you had a cassette tape and you all you did was play it all the time. It always sounded terrible by the time. Right. Yeah, or the tape got pulled out a little bit, and then you right, put right. a pencil in there and kind of <laughs> trying to wind it back in. <laughs> Do you know why I will never collect vinyl? Why? Why? They get like twenty-seven, twenty-eight dollars per album for vinyl. Yeah. And I'm not paying that much. Okay. And he's saying there'll be sad songs to make you cry. Love songs oh, often do. They can t- okay, I'm gonna stop because I know all the words. Okay, and That's then so Hanson, Hanson nice. with Um Pop, yes, and somebody said they gotta be regulars, yeah. But they have the Brew Hop beer. Oh, is that what they're doing now? Or Um Hops, maybe. Oh, they make beer. A- yeah, it's like Um Hops. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm serious. Look it up. It's like Um Hops or Um. Um, like I say, you know, now that the singing career is sort of they they the had wayside. a really good voice, but they were really little. But now that they've grown, I think their voices have evolved. But they wrote all of their songs and they played all of their instruments, and I thought that was, you know, that's impressive at the young age that they were. Yeah. Well, and I thought they had great hair. Like the youngest one, I was really seriously wishing my hair was that thick and straight. But Ugh, I bet he's bald no. now. Okay, so they have their own beer company, Handsome Brothers Beer Company, and it's Mm Hops. That's funny. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. I would try a Handsome Brothers beer. I would. Well, no, I wouldn't. I'm lying. I I, I might taste it, but I wouldn't drink it. Okay, but they're based in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's kind of nice. Cool. I know. I thought that was really cool. And then... um, that we're ending it with Sheila E, which I guess she has an affiliation with Prince at some point. Um, I don't really know what Sheila E's saying. Uh, she's saying that glamorous that. life or something. Glamorous life, romance, sixteen hundred, the Bell of Saint Mark. Uh, oh. She sang on a number of Prince songs. See, I still don't know any of those. I'm never. I, maybe if I heard it, I would. You know, know it. you know the glamorous life. Sing it for me, Tony. I don't sing. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. Nice, nice try. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, all right, Tony, break it down. Okay, and then Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, and they're like a like a swing band or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, would, no, I, I, I like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. I remember one song by them, yeah. um, but that's all I know. But. I, I I appreciate the fact that they all play instruments, so I like that. And that's they're actually nice... in the movie. They're in the movie. If you've ever seen the movie Swingers, they're in. I think they they do a song in that in that film. If I'm not mistaken. I've seen Swingers. Yes. What's that about? With, with John Favreau. The, the villages. Seen... It's about the villages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. What are you guys watching over there? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Vin, uh, John Favreau and, and Vince Vaughn is are in it. How it was like one John of their first Favreau movies. in that movie? Like he's acting in that movie? 
Oh yeah, it's it's a, that's a great movie. It's a, if you've ever, if I mean it may be dated now, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great. It'll always be happy to me. Yeah. Okay, well th- we're ending it because the last is 38 special, and that's November twelfth. 12th through the 13th. So if you're going between the months of July and November, go online, check out the dates, see when you're going to be there. Maybe you'll catch an act, you know, like I really hope that I could be there to see Joey Fat One because that's the one that I would want to see out of all of these people. If he sees you, he's going to pop you one. So call me Fat One. He would not care. I want to sing the Golden Girls theme song. And I want to have fun. And I think it would be oh, fun. I think it's, it's amazing. Kind of weird that he would, but he's probably not going to sing that there, right? I don't know. Oh, why wouldn't he? The Golden Girls house was in Hollywood Studios at one point. That's what they tell me. I never saw it. Uh, oh, my gosh. I would wait as a kid to pass that house and that ride. Just like I would, That's like the only thing I wanted to see at Hollywood Studios yeah. was the Golden Girls facade of that house because I watched that I show. I wonder what they did with that. Do I don't know. know. They knocked it down for the stunt uh, stunt <gasps> show. But you thought they would have kept it just to keep it? Like a no. piece of history. They like destroyed they sold it? the Disneyland sign. You know, the original Disneyland sign they sold. You know, there somebody must have bought like the facade. They have it like in the back forty. On some, somebody would have bought it somewhere. I I think so. I think people I would have definitely bought, have bought it now because there's so much like nostalgia for it. So yeah. Well, anyway, but, with that said, I, I'm I'm really hoping to get out there August 18th through the 21st. So yay! All right, and a reminder to everyone that there's also the Eat to the Beat uh, dining packages available where you can uh, eat a meal in a in a restaurant and get reserved uh, priority seating, so you don't have to wait in line because the lines. You know, even though Liza jokes about these acts being on the uh, uh, casino circuit, a lot of these acts have very strong followings, and the the lines will be quite long on the days that they are performing. Unless it's the spinners, because we just walked right up to the spinners. I got right by the <laughs> stage. So I was actually there, like, last month, and I was walking with Mandy, and Flock of Seagulls was playing um, for, you know, the Flower and Garden thing. And there was, like, nobody in the audience. And so we go in, and we sit down, like, right smack in the middle, like, perfect seating, no one in front of us. And Mandy was like, I just want to hear, you know, that Iran song. And I was like, okay. Um, But they started singing something else. And I didn't realize how old I am because they said to her about 30 seconds in, this is too loud. I'll meet you at (laughs) Vienna. It was so funny. But it was, it was really loud. And I don't, I don't like it when you, I, you can hear the music, you really couldn't hear the voice. And I'm like, this is stupid. So I left, you know, <laughs> if it was somebody I really wanted to see, but it was kind of cool. Like you could have just walked in. And in fact, the cast member, because at first we started watching it from outside, you know, like um, in the walkway. And she was like, hey, come on, there's plenty of seating. And we're like, yeah, we know there's like no one in there. So anyway, I think I it felt just depends. Bad, well, yeah, don't feel bad for I them because so. their song is in the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And I know that they've got to be making residual off of that song. Oh, they must. Yeah, exactly. But by the same token, so is Conga, like the worst song ever written. It's Every so time I hear bad. That, I get angry. Like, it's really awful. I can't believe that was the song I got when I was on My it. kids were so happy that we got that song. 
because they, they knew that's they one so song. Much. They knew it was what I want, didn't want. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> I was really like, funny. not conga, just anything but conga. Yeah. And they were like, conga, conga. And when we got this conga, I was like, oh my gosh. I think it's really interesting that the Guardians movie, which I have a comment about, that's what I was referencing when we were talking before. I think it's interesting that the Guardians movie has really, those movies have really opened up like a lot of music to kids. Because my kids, yeah. my, one of my kids loves the soundtrack. I mean, like, mm-hmm. just like knows every song. And you'll be like, what are you listening to? And they'll be like, Guardians, the soundtrack. You know, it's like they love that. So I do have a question. Did anybody what? see the movie? And what did you think? We don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I watched you know, it. Like, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was, I was such it. a good send off for like some characters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah I really liked it. Really liked it. Yeah. Considering my phone is named Star Lord's Buttocks, um, I'm a big fan. So of the movies, not not well. Anyway, yeah, well, so. or or of Star Lord's Buttocks, but That's but I wouldn't be right. Okay, I mean, yeah, seriously. well, I am too. So hello. I mean, everybody but, is. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? I watched it, and being someone that doesn't watch Marvel movies, and I didn't see the second volume. I I just saw. I remember seeing the first, but I don't really remember it. Remember it because it was so long ago. I feel like mm-hmm. I was so confused about a certain key point in the movie as to what went down or happened, and I felt like what point that was. was that? I don't want to spoil it. Okay, for if you're listening, if you're listening and you haven't seen it, just stop listening for like a minute. What was we'll it? Just, yeah. Okay. Whenever Gamora and the dude weren't like oh, yeah. speaking and she was being mean to him, and he was like, there was like this whole scenario that happened in some time, and I didn't even know this all happened, so yeah. I didn't know what they were talking about, and they were trying to like kind of allude to it maybe for people like me that didn't know but apparently there was another movie that i missed well that yeah. was from the past yeah it was and it was infinity war and endgame right yep. yeah so there's That's two where, movies that this happens yeah it was yeah, like the avengers it was the two big avengers movie yeah okay so infinity war first and then watch endgame second yeah <laughs> yes okay, always better to watch part one before part two but I don't know if that's part one. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. So as a like, I, there's probably a lot of people like me. And you, I mean, I know you guys don't believe that, but I, I had no clue what they're talking about. And I was like, well, apparently they got in a fight. Because my yeah, kid was uh, like, yeah. why were they fighting? And I'm like, I don't know, sweetie. I think she's got oh amnesia. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Because like, that was like kind of key to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently yeah. they're fighting because Star-Lord leaves the seat up all the time. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. A, among other things. Yeah. 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 But it was still a good movie, regardless. I do like the raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like more raccoon always. I like yeah, raccoon. You're gonna get more. Yeah. You're gonna get more really? Rocket. Yeah. Oh They're yeah. They're making a I, I, rocket movie. I I mean, I, I, I certainly think. Credits? Yeah, I certainly think we'll see them again. Did you did Would you did, not see the end credits? Did you stay after the movie ended, or did, were you those people that got up and left? No, I stayed, but I don't remember okay. them saying there's going to be another movie with the raccoons in it. Well, they are all wearing the uniforms and everything. I mean, like Rocket. Well, he was the captain. Yeah. There's a but, scene though where like 
rockets wearing it a uniform and they've got the alex guy that what is his last name alex something stupid uh, adam, adam warlock, warlock. Oh, yeah i like him actually he's really funny um so it was such a good movie i really loved it and i was really nervous because you know you'd heard all this stuff and and i just thought it was so fun but I, the guardians movies are my favorite so they are they are the films that i thought would fail because they were always kind of like a C-level Marvel property. And when they announced it, I thought for sure that it was going to be Marvel's first failure. Little did I know that it would probably end up being the most popular uh, team out of of all of them. So a very fitting fitting send-off. All right, that wraps up this look at the latest Disney news. We hope that you enjoyed our show. And I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, and Mark, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.